Welcome back to Small State Big Cakes. This is episode 54. Shout out Teddy B. Shout out Danta, depending on what era of Patriots dominance you appreciate. Both legends in their own right. Uh, Opening take today, Steve Scott. I hope you saw the topic. What do you got? Uh, Before I shout out the topic, my favorite number 54 player ever is Darnell McDonald. Shout out to the great... Uh, backup outfielder for the Red Sox and Instagram follower. And my big take today is uh, biggest overreaction of week one. Um, I'm going to say I'm changing my MVP choice (laughs) to Lamar Jackson. That motherfucker is killing it, and I don't see him slowing down. He looks – you can see it in the look in his eyes. He is pissed off, and he wants it all. And I'm going to try to trade for him immediately after this podcast is over. You see the uh, his comment? What? When they were they were asking him about his game, and he goes, yeah, not bad for a running back, huh? Ooh. Yeah, he's pissed. He's, like, permanently mad about his draft fucking stock falling and Patriots letting him go and all that shit. People forget we could have had him. But I'm glad that we didn't, obviously, draft him. But, yeah, he's dope. He looks dope. He looks really good in the highlights because I didn't watch it live. Cool. All right, what you guys got? Gilly, week one overreaction? Week one overreaction. Patriots have a legit chance to go undefeated. I love it. And I I don't want to even say it, but I I have to. I'm excited for it. I genuinely forgot that that was a possibility until I think this morning. It just kind of clicked for me. I was like, oh. Oh my god, another year. This could be the year. And it might not even make sense to go undefeated anymore in terms of would you rather have a ring and go, I don't know, 14 and 2 in the regular season? Yeah. But at the same time, do you risk it all? Just that. Go for go for perfect perfection. Just the fact that it seems so possible. This defense, this, so the good. depth of this offense, actually even the depth of the defense, look at last night. Especially the didn't even play. Manuel arguably one of our Best players during the playoffs last year. Just didn't even need him last night. Yep. Awesome. But um, that's our reaction. And then, I don't know. Eh. All right, so, I'm going to go quick. Okay, go. On the other no. end of that spectrum, the Dolphins yeah. are going 0-16. I hate you. That was going to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> they no, are so fucking bad. I'll even go as far as... Flores won't even make the whole season. They can't like, do that to him, though. They, they could, though. If the thing is true where, like, you know, they people are calling their agents, we want to get traded. Like, if they can't get anybody there and they're actually losing people and they're getting worse, they might get canned. Early. That's not on him. That happened. No, who that happened? That happened to the Falcons guy. Um, God, he coached football, uh, college football. I can't think of his name right now, but the Falcons, it was like fucking four games and he got fired. It was yeah. first year the first Cardinals there. just they had a one and done though. coach, didn't they? Who? This past year, the Cardinals? Cardinals? Yeah. That was another. Again, it's just like they're almost like intentionally tanking these teams. Yeah. And the Dolphins. Like putting especially. these guys as like sacrificial, sacrificial lambs almost. Yeah. I think they'll give Flores another chance, especially because 
do you see like how many new players there are? I think it was like 30, 30-ish out of like the 53-man roster for like players that were new to the team. Hey, we're here for turnover. we're here for week one overreactions. It's one of the funniest parts of uh, the week one of the NFL is everybody makes like outlandish overreactions. It's just so funny to see like everybody's like oh, Browns back to being the Browns after one terrible game. <laughs> yeah, Relax. those were uh, Jimmy those... Garoppolo going to be a superstar quarterback now. It's. You know, it's funny. I love it. Wouldn't have it any other way. But the Dolphins have a oh, here's a go better chance of Dolphins going 0 16 or Patriots going 16 and 0. Oh, Patriots all day. Patriots. Patriots said are it, so good. I said it at halftime to Shannon. I was like, this team could actually go 19 and 0, and she fucking smacked me and said, "Don't you ever say that again." Because <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "You know what happened last time?" It's one of the best Patriots defenses. In a long time, it's one of the best teams I've seen. Oh yeah, they're so time. they're just all around complete. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, did who did they lose last night? Was it Cannon? Though he got hurt at one point. I think he stayed in though. Oh okay. I and I fell asleep around like the uh, middle-ish of the third. I think literally it was like a minute after I fell asleep because I like Isaiah Wynn heard... looked really good. He did. He's a legit left Which is tackle. surprising. Yeah, he looked good, yeah. yeah. That was a tough test. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that was. Everybody, you know, it was just a great game. Now they're they get, they're in Miami next week, great. So they get that game out of the way early in the year. Yep. Antonio Brown could play in Miami, where he's from. Yep. Interesting. Twice in one season, because that's where the Super Bowl is. Just saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm excited. It should be a fun year. For me and us, three of us, three quarters of us, and Josh soon until me. Josh converts. Oh, oh I'm already fucking like done with the Falcons. Wow, they look. Oh. All right, so week one so overreaction. Bad. Yeah, it's not even. It can't even be an overreaction. They need to fire Dan Quinn. Like <laughs> they gave him enough chances. It's over. He's fucked up too many times. They've gone through all the coordinators that they can go through. I was pumped when Sarkeesian was gone. But you know what? It's fucking Dan Quinn. He's the problem. They're consistently bad, and he is at the fucking height of it. You want to know an he interest, needs, interesting name? Go. An interesting name, I think, for if you want to replace him, if he's up for it, Gary Kubiak. Well, I said How Mike McCarthy. Ooh, I said Mike, Mike McCarthy because okay. he's yeah, an offensive sure. mind with an offensive team. Um, they can hire the defensive piece, and I think if they hire the right defensive piece – that young defense will really click, but they need to fucking fire on all cylinders for offense. And they need to clean up like Matt Ryan needs to clean up his fucking shit mess, whatever he's doing, whatever he's looking at. Cause he's not looking at the right receivers half the time. So from so what the I, Vikings are quite good though. The Vikings they are, are That's my good. overreaction. The In Vikings the Vi- are legit contenders and people forgot about them. The Vikings hide their uh, pass coverages very well. They play a lot of combo defense, which I noticed this week. Very, very tough to to break in the NFL because a quarterback looks one way, sees zone, then he looks back down to his check down, and then it's man on the opposite side. Very tough to fucking break. I'll give the Vikings defense that, but nonetheless, Matt Ryan's one of the, should be one of the elite quarterbacks in the league. Should he not? I mean, like he should he should he be with the, he can with the, be with the weapons that he has should be an elite quarterback. 
and he's just not. I'll tell he's you, elite now, though. What is that? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you my overreaction about that game is, oh boy, the Falcons' O-line was brutal. Awful. They were bad. Grant, and they, they got rid of people. And Like Gilly said, the Vikings know. are a low-key, sneaky team. I actually think last year I picked them to go to the Super Bowl on this podcast. Oh, you did? But, uh, yeah, like, people kind of forgot about him because they just had a mediocre season, classic Kirk Cousins season. But he's looking to break the trend. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, before we get into more football, I think, because we'll, we're going to talk Antonio Brown later and a little uh, top 10 uh, fantasy stuff. We'll talk about that later. But f- Red Sox, first of all, they're – Season's over, and that kind of was signified by the Red Sox firing Dave Dombrowski yesterday. So, just initial reaction to that. I know I woke up with a text from Gilly because last night, yeah, Gilly doesn't mm, sleep, midnight. so he sent his. <laughs> <laughs> Gilly was wired after that victory. <laughs> I was, and uh, I woke up to see Dave Dombrowski was fired. Before I voice my opinion on that, I'd like to hear what you guys got to say, just quick. What you got, Gilly? Insane. It was wild. I don't know. I, it was weird. The weirdest thing about it, too, is you saw a bunch of people, uh, Jared Carabas included, being like, something's coming, something big coming, like stay tuned or something like that tonight mm-hmm. in terms of just like warnings. And it was just, like no one was wanted to say it, but everyone like knew what was about to happen. So I, I'm fascinated by the, the more we learn about the situation. And if there was really like a kind of a blow up type situation where it was like, uh, some type of argument and whatnot. Um, however, I don't know. I was shocked by the timing of it. So and, uh, weird. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't love it, to be honest, when I think about the optics and as we see more and more aftermath with how they're handling it. Uh, but that's just my initial reaction. Kind of crazy. What about you guys? I think they're handling it shittily, too. I think the guy deserved at least a press conference. Like, they <laughs> fucking just, like, Put out a statement like through Twitter, like what the fuck? Like yeah, they tweeted out, and it was like, done. That was it. Like, okay, the guy freaking gave you like a championship, and he gave you a couple good teams. Like what the fuck? But arguably the uh, best Red Sox team ever. You're right. Uh, but I, I did think ahead a little bit about it, and I, and it's probably the right time. I mean, it's probably it's a weird time. It's a weird timing that it's like you know two weeks left in the in the season. But I'm glad, like. I don't know if we're, if we're going to go ahead and look for a new GM, it's it's time like now like I don't know. I don't think we do though. That's that's my thing. I think Eddie Romero will say that. I think you yeah, think so? I agree. I think that was a big a part of it was uh, ownership. Here we go. Here's my here's my conspiracy yeah, theory. I've been holding in all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, ownership didn't want to lose the Lavello and Hazen duo. I think Gilly. You've kind of, you know, said this. What duo are we better off with going forward? Yeah. Lavello and Hazen or Cora and Dombrowski? Obviously, it's not Cora and Dombrowski anymore. It'll be Cora <laughs> and question mark. But I think it'll be, I think this is ownership saying, look, Eddie Romero's done a bunch for this organization. He's going to be a hot commodity this offseason. We want to, we want to lock him up. Let's see what he can, not that he can do anything with these three weeks. Let's see what he can do this offseason, I guess. Um, he's going to have to make some moves. There's no doubt about it. Um, I don't like that Dombrowski got fired with three looks left to the season. I think 
at this point, just let him ride it out and deal with it in October. Give him a press yeah. conference. Um, he doesn't obviously have to be there, but someone needs to have a press conference instead of just leaving it to Alex Cora and the players to handle it. ownership. You know, John Henry, they need to get there, get up there, put their balls on the fucking stage and say, this is what we're doing, whether you guys you know like it or not, whatever. I personally, I'm a Dombrowski guy. I thought he, he came here, <laughs> he did what he was he was known to do. We have said this a billion times. Traded for Craig Kimball, traded for Chris Sale, gave up prospects for all of them, signed David Price, made people forget about the key trade, like Eduardo Nunez. Yeah, he's a, a pain in the ass to watch, but he was a a cog in the wheel last year. Steve Pierce, huge cog in the wheel. Now, he made those mistakes signing Steve Pierce back. Some would argue the Nathan Ivaldi signing wasn't great. We'll see how it ends up the last three years. The Terry Cushmans of the world, they're going to say Chris Sale extension is already a bust when it hasn't even started. Mm. And what they fail to point out is he extended Xander Bogarts to a super team-friendly deal. Look at how that's paying off. Xander Bogarts is over a 30 and 100 guy. Um, what else has he done? He kept Devers and Benintendi, two huge pieces. Obviously, you're seeing what Devers is capable of. Benintendi's having a down year. Um, but these things people are mad about, like Porcello, like, look, I'm a Porcello guy through and through, but he's literally statistically one of the worst pitchers in the league this year. Not a great. I mean, player. but that's, that's not, that was a Charrington. Exactly, that's my point. That's not on Dombrowski. The Sandoval money, not on Dombrowski. So they're still paying for things that wasn't his fault. That some people are gonna put on him. I think. And my last point before I give it back to you guys was I think another main reason or contributing factor that. Um led to his firing was he came back with nearly the same team as last year. And you, you just can't do that in the MLB. This Charrington did the same thing in 13-14. He came back with a pretty similar team to my memory, right? And they came in last place. Now, the season wasn't that bad, but still some changes had to be made, especially replacing the back end of the bullpen. All right, I'm done. I mean, I mean, it's his approach, though. That's the big thing. It's like he, he's not an analytical guy. The Red Sox were one of the forerunners of, like, baseball analytics. or not forerunners, but at least early on when they tried to poach Billy Bean and instead they went with Theo and played their own version of Moneyball in a big market. So it's like, like they had the infrastructure for, for that type of stuff, but that's not the type of guy Dombrowski is. So I, I, I knew it wasn't going to end well when it did. I didn't expect it to end like this. Um, I think that they were kind of surprised probably by how successful he was initially. But it's like the Eovaldi signing, that that was awful, realistically. And at the time, too, it's like, I don't know. I tried to convince myself, but it's just like I, I, that that will not age well. And that's probably going to hinder us in terms of uh, bringing back both J.D. Martinez and Mookie Betts. So that sucks. But um, I don't know. I how long did you guys expect him to be there? Because that's one thing. I feel like he was hired to win a championship and is probably going to go down as a burning ship. I didn't see him as a, a 10-year to 15-year type GM or uh, president. I thought he was going to be here for his contract. So I thought they were going to give him this year, you know, this offseason and next year, and then take it from there. 
but they're pulling the trigger. I figured that too. Uh, they're, they're pulling the trigger a year early, which I get because I mean, rarely do they do like the lame duck stuff, though. You know right. what I mean? Even with uh with Farrell, did they not do that where they they let him go before that year? Because it's like that's that's kind of a death sentence. Usually, it's like either they extend you or you're going to lose your job before your final year. Right. True. But like you anybody... said, just the time. I just still think the timing is so weird. Like three weeks, no, three weeks left to go in the season. You're not in it anymore. This, you know, firing him is officially saying we're giving up on this year. Granted, you're eight games back now of the wild card. So, well, wasn't the rumor that he might have caught wind of it and kind of like called them out or kind of uh, was trying to see what was going on with it, and then they just kind of went ahead and. Uh, did it because I I tend to no doubt that their plan was to do it at midnight after Sunday night baseball against the Yankees. You know what I mean? Just like that was just bizarre. yeah. Something must have happened there. That's what that's right? wacky. That ain't right. Um, there's got to be way more to the story, especially with the way things broke. Like I mean, bizarre. and the Red Sox in general, there's such like a moral like I don't know. But they they keep to their morals. Like even with like Pedroia, they're not just saying, "Hey, like we're forcing you to retire." Like they keep people. Like the fact that they didn't let Dombrowski finish a job, even though like it was a sinking ship, just says something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. They they treated Tito like crap. Realistically, yeah, but that was that was after something that had come out in the limelight, like. I think that's a little different. This was kind of the kind behind they closed put it doors out there. No, but they put it out there. They were the ones. It was their newspaper for each of them that leaked the the drug stuff with Francona and then um, the affair stuff with Farrell. I guess. Not, I don't know. I don't really trust them to be honest. I'm not happy with ownership. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not either. Especially because I think they're going to play a major part in the spending how the spending goes. Um, I think Mookie's as good as gone this off season. I see. Yeah. I don't, I do like, I think it solidifies Mookie staying. I think that Evaldi's no. going to be off the books. I think they're going to no. get rid of him. Whoa, Evaldi. Oh, you think they're yeah. going to trade Evaldi? Yes, I do. Oh, good luck. What can we get for him though? Nothing. I, I think that who would take they're him? ready to just, I don't know, eat it, like eat, eat, like just get whatever you can for these people. Like, and if Pedroia does retire, that money's off the books. Like, I don't know. I just think th- there's a lot of money coming off the books. I think Mookie is, like, a lock now. And if anything, Dombrowski would have probably fucking traded him. I don't think I can get anything for Evaldi, dude, to be honest, in terms of even to get anyone to take the contract. It's going to be like a, get an Adrian Gonzalez situation. I don't know. Where I you'd have you to trade, could. like, Ben and Tandy with him or something stupid. Yeah. I, I think you could get somebody to take at least – a majority of the money for him. I do. I, I but really I'm a big Evaldi like believer. Like besides the fact of everything, I've always said like this guy can can do it. He just needs a shot. Like you know, he's just not. I don't. I don't think he's healthy yet. And I think he was shoved into a situation of pitch that he probably shouldn't have been shoved into. Like even if his rehab took longer, it should have took longer. So I don't know. I'm a big Evaldi guy. I think somebody out there wants him, and I think we can get a majority of the money off the books. Honestly, I think we're signing Mookie Betts and I don't think... going at going after Garrett Cole. That's what I think. Josh, I'm... I love your optimism at all times, but this time I don't 
I just can't see it. We just have so we have a lot of money tied up in Eovaldi. I don't know if they're gonna. I, I, just, I, I know you just said that they could get something for him. I don't. I don't think so. We have sale. That contract extension starts next year. We have a lot of money owed to Price. We have Xander locked up. That's great. But otherwise, there we're, we're playing with a, very little money. And I think I think Mookie's as good as gone. No, well, I'm with Oliver there. I think I think it's. I think yeah. once the season ends, it's going to be like, where's Mookie going? It's, that's going to be like the talk of the off season. That's that's and it's going to be fucking terrible. Twitter's going to be fucking terrible. I'm going to fucking log out and not sign back in because it's going to be bad. That's my fucking. It's, big it's take. not that they don't have the money. It's that like ownership has come out and said, look, we're like we want Mookie here. But even I don't know if you guys saw Mookie's comments last night. He's like, this is just more proof that this is more of a business than anything. Uh, that is, that's just another flag to me that's saying he's going into free agency. Yeah, but also, no doubt. They also don't have the money, though, because it's like, didn't they, one of their big things that was leaked out today, I think by the Globe, no, by the Herald, I'm sorry, um, was that they're trying to get under the luxury tax, and they're probably yeah. going to try to tread the, the toe the line, so to speak, of like competing and being like an actual contender for years to come, but also getting under the luxury tax in the interim. Which is like, okay, with that, I mean, that's why all those reports came out today where it's like, it's either J.D. Martinez or Mookie Betts or maybe neither of them. Yeah. I think J.D. is definitely gone. No, see, I think it's the exact opposite. I think it makes makes way too much sense for J.D. Like, look, J.D., he's a D.H. He's not a great outfielder. That... It doesn't cut out National League teams, but they're not going to offer him the same money. I, I I think his market's pretty set, and I don't think him opting out would really benefit him. I think the best move for both sides is to restructure JD's deal and pay him. Uh, and that being said, I think Mookie's as good as gone. I just don't see how they they don't want to be in the national situation where they get nothing for their superstar in Bryce Harper. And we don't like, I think we've talked about this, we don't have a Juan Soto to replace Bryce Harper. To you know, We don't have that guy to replace Mookie in right field. What are you talking about? Our replacement is J.D. Martinez, and he's a DH. What are, what are you talking about? We got Josh Ockamy. Hey, let's go, Open. <laughs> yeah. The... <laughs> the good morning fellow. Look, great dude, but come on. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. I know, I know. But... Bryce Prince, baby, he's ready. Free him. It's it's a Jesus. it's a touchy subject, and I think with all this in the last twenty four hours, I f- I finally accepted the fact next season Mookie Betts will not be on the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, next twenty twenty is smelling like a lot like twenty ten. We got like Adrian Beltre style. Like let's throw Mike Cameron out there. Fucking look, don't get me wrong. I think the Red Sox are going to be a damn good team with or without Mookie Betts next year. The pitching can only get better if they're pitching somehow gets worse than it was this year, then I they need a new pitching coach yesterday. You know what I mean? Uh, I still think even, like, you're not going to be as good without Mookie Betts, obviously, but I still think they can be a very good team without Mookie Betts. So the only here's, – here's what I'll say. I think the only way I would allow Mookie Betts to go – into free agency or be traded is if he's is really 
hindering on what David Price does. So if we could package Mookie Betts and David Price and get David Price's money somewhere else, please, please just do it. Just, just do it. Because at this point, he's just not really even pitching anymore. Like, he's going to opt in because nowhere's going to pay him. He has well, any more options. In. Yeah, last year was it. Oh, really? I thought he had one more. No. No, it was after oh. year three, right? Yeah. Oh, so, this is year three already? Holy this fuck. is year four. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, that's yeah. wild. And we have three I more. I was, like, behind a year. Three more. Three more after this one. Oh. And time goes by fast. Look, with the rotation next year, you've pretty much you have locked oh in price sale Erod. You have those guys locked in. You would think Evaldi would take the fourth spot, and the fifth spot is totally up for grabs. I wouldn't be surprised if they do another bullpen type thing. I would like them to take a flyer on Porcello again. I'm probably in the minority with that with the Red Sox I'm, fan uh, base. Yeah, I'm, I'm, on that I'm in. Flyer, please. I'm, yeah. I'm up with a one year, uh, three million dollar deal with Porcello. Like his value has never been lower. He said in the past that he wants to stay here and then he'll take a pay cut. Whether they do it or not, I don't know. All I know is that if he goes to the free agency and he goes to the Astros, he's going to be the Cy Young winner. That's a fact. That's like a big that. fucking take. Dude, the hey, Astros Miley. turn around pitchers like nobody else. I know, I know. And Porcello can be good. We know he's a good pitcher. He's having a career worst year and... One of the worst years we've seen. He's having a John it's Lackey. A, it's an odd year. year. This is what happens to him in odd years. Mm. Look at his stats. Every odd year, he's fucking terrible. Yeah, he's a weird guy. But I'd like to see him back. Um, I like Porcello as a guy. I think he works his ass off. And I think it's there. I think it's it's in there somewhere where he can still be a, a good, reliable, especially if he's your fifth guy, I think. I think you take a chance on that for a few million bucks, rather than a young guy getting some. Yeah, I think I, I think I mentioned this a week or two ago. I'm all in on Darwinson being that guy in the back end of the bullpen. I Me love too. what I'm seeing out of him. Love he's it. 97, 99. He's throwing darts. He's pitched his ass off. Um, I'm all in on giving him a shot next year. At least going to spring training, saying, "Hey." The closing job, as long as you define, hey, the closing job is open and you define it, I think we talked about this a little bit too. I'm all in on Darwinson getting a shot to at least compete for it going into spring training because I like him a lot back there. I think he can be a weapon. Yeah, I like that take too. I think Darwinson's going to be fucking nasty. If he can get a little bit more control, but even if not. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's still you know a little sporadic, but... Um, man, he he's electric. I like it. Even if he doesn't find the control, if he's fucking flinging a freaking hundred mile an hour fastball at you, left handed in the ninth. What man. about a Valdi to the Astros for something? Kill you can have him. They yeah, they have enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I mean, if they if they they're take losing Garrett Cole. Though, yeah, I know they're losing Garrett Cole, gonna, but they but just eighteen million. They just took on the Granky contract. Yeah. Um, they they're paying Verlander. Give us Kyle Tucker. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting, and we can get more into that the closer we get to it. Um, but if nobody else has any 
quick ideas, I'd like to move on to our uh, little fantasy ranking thing that we're going to get going here. Fantasy football ranking. Yeah, ready? Seth Brown on the A's, better than Kyle Tucker. What's what's our confidence level? If you had to, what do you think the percent chance is that the Red Sox win a World Series in the next five years? If you had to put a percent right now, better don't better than the Yankees. If they don't sign Mookie Betts, it's just dead zero. It's not dead zero. I mean, really, Oliver. (laughs) In the next five years, I give him. The Yankees don't have pitching. The Yankees aren't winning it this year. Fuck them. It ain't happening. That's, That's my feeling. The pitching is dead, and they're a bunch of phonies. Uh, at Yankee Stadium, man, there is no energy. I don't care. They, they act like they have energy. They don't. They, they're phonies, man. It's going to be tough to uh, get past the Astros regardless. Like, the Astros are going to be a fucking wagon for a while now. Yeah. Um, but what was the question with, like, going with forward? With a percent chance. With yeah, or without? In the next be? five years. No, no it doesn't Just matter. In general. In general. Uh, today's outlook. Let's see. I think. In the next five years, they will get, not including this year, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, 2020 yeah. to 2025, the duration of Chris Sale's extension? Correct. Will I they win again? Will they win again? I'm uh, going to say yes. I, I'm going to say yes as well. I hope yes, but I have I have it like a low percentage. I, I think, really don't. 15%. I'm yeah. not that confident in it, though. If I, if I had to bet that, I would not. I mean, there's just so many factors that go in everything. But I feel uh, first step is well, finding find, yeah. finding that GM. Yeah. Well, how confident do you feel in this team going forward with everything that's been going on? That's the that's the point of the question. <laughs> not that confident is my answer. Yeah, ownership's, been, ownership's been weird. Um, I think I'm a little more optimistic than 15%, Is that, if that's what you put yours at. Um, yeah. I'd be more towards like 40, 40-ish, a little over double your confidence level. Because I just think the the young core, like you have Xander that whole time, you're going to have Devers almost all of it, I think. You guys watching this game? Yeah, he just missed the extra point. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. He shanked that shit. Who the, that is that, is that Fairbarn? There's a flag oh though. There's gonna get running. Ooh, ooh! By the way, in terms of over exaggerated or uh, huge overreactions from week one, Adam Vinatieri will not last the season. Ooh, okay. I like it. That's an interesting. He looked one. rough. Yeah, he was not great. Indoor kicker. Right from the start, too. Yeah, it was bad. I didn't see. Um, God, he's so fucking old. <laughs> cool. Yeah, go Sox. I like it. Twenty twenty. It should be a. Uh, the only thing that the thing that stinks about this though is that like none of this shit is even going to matter or not matter like none of this shit's even going to happen until like the end of February. Cuz baseball's annoying and all the fucking hot stove shit happens right before spring training. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I don't know. That that's like a a recent thing though. I'm trying to think. Past couple years. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would cause it to swing in the opposite direction to be honest. I guess it's, all it takes is just one team to try to get get ahead of it and jump. Right, and it's like one domino falls and then the rest will. Well, a couple and enough guys now might have been spurned by uh, uh, th- those types of late decisions. JD Martinez included, mm-hmm. were just kind of like, okay, I didn't get the contract I thought I was, 
So what's the point in waiting? I don't want to be left, especially like the two guys last year. Actually, perfect example, yep. Greg Kimbrell and uh, Keuchel. Uh, Keuchel. So it's just like I'm sure they had decent offers on the table early on, and then they just kind of sat, sat, sat. Those offers probably were removed off the table. So I don't know. should be interesting. Yeah, um, I agree. Hopefully we have more to be happy about soon. Garrett Cole about to get paid. By the Yankees. No. No way. Yankee, he, he doesn't want to go to the Yankees. Yeah. Like Spurring them more. All right. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite things about Garrett Cole. Let's, he screwed over the Yankees. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, you keep it that way, Garrett. Please. <laughs> All right. You want to do our rankings? Let's do sure. it. So what we're going to do is uh, fantasy football season is here. We've talked about it a, de- uh, a little bit. Right now, we're going to go through some top 10 rankings in each position. Josh has the quarterbacks. Gilly has the running backs. Steve's got the receivers, and I've got the tight end. So, um, yeah, we're just going to go. very down to take tight ends, yeah, by the way. I'm big, I, I was, big I was tight, tight end guy. I was take that as like the, the last one, big and then you were like, tight ends. I was like, oh, yeah. all right, cool. Tight ends. There's like two tight ends in the league. The fuck are you? It's because, like, no, there's like four to five like tight ends. Everybody agrees about. About, like we'll get into it right away. Here we go. Tight so, ends, top ten. Yeah. Um, Start with the sexy ones. This is, this is thrilling. The six to ten range is really after after the top five, in my opinion. It's really anything can go at this point. But I think and this that, is a fantasy perspective, correct? Right. Or, fantasy or fantasy perspective, not who do I want on the Patriots. Fan, who do yeah, I want no, on my no. fantasy football team? Okay. Number ten. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Ooh. I like what I'm seeing. And uh, one game in, one game like in. It. Yep, overreaction, mm-hmm. baby. And number nine, a guy I dropped, even though I should have held on and stuck to my guns. Mark Andrews. I think he's going to be a beast. Oh my god, he should be like number two at least. Come on, <laughs> number eight. I thought, you, I thought you had him. No, I dropped him for um, somebody else. Number eight, David Nujoku. Baker. God, mm-hmm. he's got a quarterback. Big. I'm a big Nujoku guy. I think he can really break it out this year. Number six, throwing it back, an old vet can still get it done day in, day out. Marcus Mario to serve a target, Delaney Walker. Big Delaney Walker guy. And, and here we go, one through five. I feel like these are the bona fide top five tight ends. The top three especially. Number five, I'm going Hunter Henry. Number four, I'm going Evan Ingram. And one through three, you could honestly – say any order and I would be like that's fine that's your opinion but my opinion is George Kill at three Kelsey at two Ertz at one Ertz at one yeah Whoa. I mean I, that was the that's one thing big. I was thinking to be honest where you said any order I was like oh, I don't know about that honestly I'd switch Evan Ingram with Zach Ertz side note little little snub here in terms of the the one I was thinking of that was not in the top 10 OJ Howard yeah, OJ yeah. Howard, big one. Him? Him. I, I just, I'm not a believer in OJ Howard. No, Never have right. been. Yeah. That was just oh, the one guy that stuck out in my mind. Low key, doesn't have the quarterback either. Low key, if I'm, uh, if I'm taking a Bucks tight end, if Jameis Winston's that quarterback, I'm taking Cameron Bray. Oh come on! Oh, that's he ridiculous. had two touchdowns called back last no, week. It's, it's true. Yeah, did, did you watch though? They were like ridiculous plays. I don't know. Breach the fucking. He's like the other guy. I that just I've, in. I'm not an OJ Howard guy. Never have been. I don't think I ever will be. I don't know. I'm not a non-believer. Count me in as a non-believer of O.J. Howard. Um, hey. And my wow. my sleeper tight end, I think 
could uh, make some noise this year is a guy I dropped Mark Andrews for, and that's Darren Waller on the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Okay, Hard Knocks, boy. I know, yeah, we get it. You, I, you guys know I don't watch Hard Knocks. <laughs> oh. We get it. You're still Hard Knocks from your uncle like Dude, me. Da- Darren, <laughs> Darren Waller used to be a Madden god because he was a wide receiver, but he was so bad that you could he was the type of guy you could put at tight end, and he would ball out. Hey, and, I, on, and, I, guys... and I think he's actually going to be good now, especially with A.B. leaving. Here's Yo, a 58-yard field goal attempt from Will Lutz to win the game, and it is right down the middle. Let's go! That was good from, like, 64. That's awesome. What a fucking kick. Tell you what, Texans look good. Yeah, yeah they do. Texans are going to be good. They were good last year. No, I know, but still, they yeah. were kind of... Uh, what was that? It was like Saints by six and a half was the spread. Was it really? I'm pretty sure. Wow. Uh-oh. And so begins the Bill O'Brien slide. He's going to be on the hot seat all year. I think we talked yeah, about that. Oh. It's every year. Yeah. It's not just this year. Christ. <laughs> I feel like he's had to lose his job like three times and he's still there. <laughs> Somehow he's still there. Mike McCarthy is not a coach, but he is. It's fucking wild. What a fucking kick, man. Wow. That was awesome. Also, back to the uh, the tight end real quick before I pass it off. I'm definitely also out on Jared Cook and Vance McDonald. I hate the uh, – I don't – neither of those guys do anything for yeah, me. I don't do anything. Yeah. yeah, Vance McDonald's like a stream guy. Like, you're just like, you know what? Yeah. Need, I need, need a, a tight end. My guy has got to buy this week. Exactly. He might get two receptions for one being a TD. Let me go with Three-yard touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Something ugly. <laughs> Actually, he'll always kind of be the guy that, um, with that controversial play against the, uh, was it against the Patriots? Yeah, with the, uh, um, the fumble that when he stretched out, right? Oh yeah, that was him, wasn't it? Pretty sure. I don't remember. I think so. In the playoffs. <clears throat> or no, was it Jesse James? I'm sorry. That oh, it was Jesse James. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They're the same to me, but yeah. All right, there, cool. there's my top ten. There you have it. Tight ends. Wow. What do we want next? Calls out Oliver. Uh, I'm going to pass it to Steve because I want to hear how bad his wide receivers are. Oh, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Oh, gonna let's be go. I could tear you apart right now. I haven't even said anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the position I coach football. So. Anybody, Number 10. Anybody? Number 10, Miko Hardman. Go ahead, Judge. Yeah, Miko Hardman. Hold on, hold never... on. Let me bring up his fan. Michael me... Gallup isn't in this list, you're fucking wrong. In the top ten of the league right now. Yes. What? All right, Seven. Josh. Uh, top one in his team. You're gonna roast me. Of course he is. <laughs> Mike Gallup. No, I take that back. I <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm gonna. I'm bringing up Steve's fantasy team right now. Yeah, just <laughs> you could probably find the top four from that. All right, so he's got uh, Jarvis Landry at ten, uh, Miko Hardman at nine, Mike Williams at two, and Michael Thomas at one. How am I doing? <laughs> Oh, Michael yeah, Thomas at one is the definite. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah obviously. Yes, yeah, all right. <laughs> you guys knew that one from before we even started. All right, here we go. Speaking of the Cowboys, though, yeah, Amari Cooper is my number ten. Josh, right, I'll take okay. that. no, I because I said that. he'd be the greatest receiving Cowboy of all time. Oh yeah, if True. you remember uh, that, day. I do. I do remember. But Mike Gallup somehow is it one A or one B? That's true. Rolls over in his grave. All right, number nine. Anybody want to guess? Nope. All right, good. It's T.Y. Hilton. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not saying, even with Jacoby at quarterback? Yep. 
Bet you, huh. bet you didn't expect that shit, huh? Okay. Number right. eight. Number eight. Adam Thielen. Whoa. Whoa. How about this? A little shocker for you. I'm a number seven. Guy. Number seven. How about this? Juju Smith-Schuster. See? See? Impartial Steve here. Number six. Devontae Adams. Oh, I hate that guy. Dude, he's going to be good this year. Uh, number, all right, here we go. Now things are about to get fucking juicy. Number five. Odell Beckham. That's my boy. Number four. Tyrell Williams, fucking touchdown. Wow. Tyrell Williams, wow. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, Tyrell. (laughs) No. (laughs) Number four, Julio Jones. Oh, God. What you got to say about that, Josh, huh? Number four. Idiotic. He cracked my my top five. What do you want? Number Uh, number two, behind Michael Williams. (laughs) Michael Williams, Williams, yeah. (laughs) First off, the Seahawks. Number three. Oh, Thomas. Jesus Christ. Wow. (laughs) Number three. Ready for this? Antonio Brown. There you go. Yeah, there oh, he is. Oh, oh, oh. I honestly thought you were going to leave him off. No, no. Number two. Any guesses? DeAndre. Correct. Yeah, got to be. And then number one, the future goat, the fucking Michael Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Irvin. <laughs> kidding, Wait, who was number ten again? Was that Michael? <laughs> yeah. No, who was t- number ten? I'm not even joking. Amari Cooper. Cooper. Amari Cooper. Cooper. I'm sorry. I already forgot. Shout out to Keenan Allen being snubbed in every... Keenan Allen was blatantly stumped, of course. Uh, Mike Evans, was it was hard for me to say... I, I, it was in between him and Amari. I, I chose Amari. So like, I think my 11 is Mike Evans. I also wanted to put in uh, Stefan Diggs, but I didn't. I like T.Y., but I'm taking Keenan Allen over T.Y. in every opportunity I have in fantasy. I would Especially rather... with Jacoby at quarterback now. I would rather jump off a cliff head first. What's your gripe fucking... with Keenan? I just I don't know. I I just don't fucking know. I, he's never done anything to me. I just don't believe. He definitely touched you in a bad spot. Yeah, a long time ago. Actually, but how long's Keenan Allen been in the league for? Like I just feel like I just got to be like this got to be like year 5 or 6 by now. That's it. It feels like it's been longer. I just don't fucking care. like Keenan Allen. I just don't fucking. I have never owned him. Shit. Yeah, this is wow. I mean, year year seven technically, although he had the one year. He's Actually, fucking he's had two years. He oh, missed, no, I'm sorry, yeah, one year that he missed like the whole year. Yeah, that was like his second year or something. I'm gonna be completely fucking honest with you. I really would have Michael Gallup in the top ten. That's wild. I'm dead ass. Like, what the hell's I, wrong with so, you? <laughs> no, so the top. I actually would leave Amari. I would put like Amari Cooper. I actually totally forgot about Amari Cooper until you said it. But I'd put him. So this is what I did. I circled what you, what I would take out and what I'd put in. Okay. So I'd put uh, take out Devonte Adams and put in Whoa. Amari Cooper at six. All right, or even drop uh, Juju into six and put Cooper at seven. And then I'd drop Thielen for Edelman and drop. Um, Ty for Gallup. Wow! And and then in that void spot where Cooper moves up, I put Stefan Diggs instead of Thielen. I thought I was anti Devonte Adams. Yo, shout out! I'm Edelman totally there. anti. Wow. Yeah, Edelman's the yeah, absolutely. You have to. Yeah, wow. he's fucking. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. I don't he's hate in it. The top fifteen for me. I, I wouldn't put him in the top ten. 
don't know. It's perfect possession. I take receiver. Edelman over Ty. They just absolutely, won. but they okay. spread Actually, the ball yeah, so maybe. much, though. I, I know, know, but I like I, I get that. But if there's one guy that's gonna get his, it's Edelman. It's Edelman, absolutely. Like Josh and Gordon, if Josh Antonio... Gordon may have a couple games where he only gets two catches. Yeah, it's even. A... But Edelman's always gonna get like six to eight catches. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. He's, has he? What is max touchdowns in a year? Seven. Like I don't know. I'm not... He was a fucking playmaker. But he always has like a hundred receptions. Yeah, he's at least hundred plus. Yeah, eighty plus definitely. I mean, Michael TPR fucking Gallup. Need TDs. Josh, where did where did this Michael Gallup fucking obsession come I from? Just, this is the most random thing I've ever so seen. He's been a suffering have, since last year. What? So what? Yeah, yeah, during the combine, yeah, dude, uh, I loved him last year. He just didn't perform. He is my new Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> like okay. I loved Nelson Aguilar out of college too, but damn, let's go Raiders. My here. new guy. All right, wow. something to keep an eye on. All right, all right. Who we got next? We got Gilly with the RBs. Sure. All right, let's hear it. Let me pull up my list. All right, RBs is a tricky one. It is tricky. I went back and forth with a uh, with my number ten selection here. Um, and I ended up going with Todd Gurley, former uh, top dog mm-hmm. at the running wow. back position for years. Especially think, after his, the week one. I know. Belt. I tried not to get yeah. too biased one way or the other in terms of week one stuff yeah. and just be like, all right, rest of the season, what do I think for 2019? Um, I do think Daryl Henderson is legit, and he's going to eat up some time, but for now, going Gurley at number 10. Number nine. Another interesting one. Actually, I Oliver might agree with me here. Nick Chubb. He is yeah, I'm not a big Chubb guy. Nasty. You were last year. Huge yeah, what the hell happened? Huh? 2018. And I don't think he – I'm not worried about Kareem Hunt, to be honest, from like really hurting his value. Know. I'm just down on all Browns players, actually. Oh, please grow up. I, I, all right. <laughs> Number eight, <laughs> James Conner. Read a book. I think his – I the any doubt from last night, like okay, the Patriots defense is nasty. I still feel good about James Conner. Uh, if they play any other team, he's going to get way more rushes and way more touches in general. And that offensive line just makes me feel good about him. So I like that. I agree. Number seven, I'm going. This is this was a kind of a weird one here because I was kind of conflicted, um, but I'm going Le'Veon Bell. I think his talent is undeniable, and just seeing him rush a bit yesterday, even in limited, he really didn't get that many. Looks per se. Actually, one thing too: a lot of running backs this week did not get as many uh, touches as I thought they would, which is kind of weird to watch. Where it's like, I don't know. I think the most I saw was like twenty rushes. Marlon Mack um, had a shit way. ton of rushes. Yeah, you're yeah, right. He had like twenty five. He um, popped off. But other than that, though, it's like you had all these guys with like ten to like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. Rushes, which is just weird for like RB ones. Um, that's what Le'Veon. Number seven, he still got it. Number six, David Johnson. Thank you. I, uh, Let's go. I, that offensive line is just terrible. Yeah, it's brutal. So it's just it's scary, but at the same time, I think that he's a good little little uh, uh, little handicap option for uh, for young Kyler to kind of little check downs to David Johnson. So I see his PPR value is being pretty up there, um, and he's he's still nasty too when he's healthy. That's the only thing that's scary with him. With the next person, also health concern. However, I'm this is a little first week bias, um, but I'm big on this team this year in 2019. 
Dalvin Cook. He's my number five. I think he is a monster. He looked and amazing. He did. And I think that the Vikings offense is low-key disgusting. As um, And actually, one thing, too, with uh, Steve put Thielen in his top 10, which I, I agree with. And then even Diggs is probably like top 15-ish for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, that's a nasty Agreed. offense. And I don't mm-hmm. – even if Kirk Cousins is just relatively competent, I think that that's just – even if they go run heavy, offensive line is good enough. They can make a – Make a little run here and be interesting, especially if they get out some first-half leads. Dalvin Cook should have a big year. Um, number four, so this is – I feel like the top four for running backs is pretty uh, – that's kind of the, the one that everyone are, argues within the uh, the rankings here. However, there's a clear-cut top four. I, I kind of have been all over the place with this. Number four is Alvin Kamara. I think he's electric in an elite offense, but at the same time, um, the reason I, I put him at the bottom of that top four there – is because um, it seems like the Saints want to be careful with his usage. And then um, even with Taysom Hill and Latavius Murray, I feel like they're going to take away some some red zone looks that would equate to more touchdowns for him. Um, number three, I'm going with CMC, Christian McCaffrey. Ooh. I, I don't know how much I actually believe in the Panthers' offense as a whole, um, but at the same time, it's like they have nothing else really going for them in terms of other options or threats to, to, to take away from him. So that's why... I put him over Kamara, um, and he's nasty. Number two, Zeke, best offensive line in the game. And the offense is, I wouldn't say elite offense, but it's pretty darn good, although I guess Josh Wood, if Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper are both top ten receivers. (laughs) (laughs) But they should have some leads and be able to to give him a good amount of touches. However, it does seem like they might limit him a little bit in terms of, like, I don't know, 15 to 20 touches a game, which – doesn't make me feel great, but I feel like every team is being like that, so it's kind of annoying. Um, then number one, Saquon. I, I I think I said this last week or the week before. I think Saquon's the best running back I can roll, recall ever seeing in terms of just like all around ability, especially just like last year being in an offense where it's like yes they had OBJ, but at the same time um, it seems like they couldn't do anything right, and Eli's just awful. So it's like they know who the threat is, and still they couldn't stop him. So. I, I love Saquon, and I took him. Actually, I took him number one in uh, two different fantasy drafts this year. So MVP practicing what I preach. Wow, Even cool. though that was, do you guys see yesterday? They gave a red zone or a, a goal line rush to uh, another dude there. Humble brag, having two number one overall picks in fantasy. I know how cool Damn. is that? Both random, randomized order That's too. Wild shit! I'll take it. God's plan. I think the only time I had a number one pick. <laughs> Um, I took Adrian Peterson the year the whole scandal broke out. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it was bad. I did last year with Gurley. I took Gurley first overall. I was so pumped. In the league, it didn't matter at all. Never checked it at any, all. Any sleeper slash honorable mention there for running backs? <sighs> Tough. Um, I would have to lean towards... Couple guys that I was wanting to mention but didn't. Um, I think Aaron Jones is in the mix there, um, and then I, I do like Eckler to a certain extent. Hell yeah! Uh, That's I don't know the if name he's... I was looking for, baby. Yeah, not legit top ten in my I opinion, agree, but I like agree. pretty darn close as long as Melvin's out. It's yep. still scary in that sense, but yeah. I agree. He's dope, but he's always like, even last year he was always a little uh, nicked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Overhyped guy, Carry on Johnson. I drafted him actually in a couple of leagues in my uh, couple of like later 
drafts, and I am not happy about it. He's one of the I'm guys you draft, it. and you're like, right after you draft him, you're like, why the fuck did I just draft him? Yeah, because you just you read all the stuff, and then you look at I don't know, you look at some videos of him back in the in college, and it's like, oh my god, this guy was nasty. Like he's meant to be, and then it's just you just watch the Lions play, and then it's that's what happens I when I uh, whenever I end up with Sammy Watkins, I'm like, why do I have him? I know he's going to play nine games, and he's going to be good in like three of those. So much Sammy Watkins hate lately. I've been defending him at all angles. I have his jersey. I, I, Look, I might get I'm, it actually. To be all, honest, all I'm saying Build is, one. <laughs> if I own Sammy Watkins right now, I'd be selling <laughs> as fast as I could. With Tyreek out with a clavicle, you're going to sell Sam Watkins. His his value has never been higher. Yeah, I'd sell him in a heartbeat. He's I want him so he's going to get hurt. He's, he's going to get hurt. He's going to miss five games this year at least. And then the top ten becomes Nicole Hardman's to lose. <laughs> They're going to run RPO till fucking Patrick Mahomes' arms are going to fall off. <laughs> Mahomes is gonna, yeah. Mahomes is gonna fucking be throwing a lot. Throwing a lot. Where do you, a lot. Uh, where do you like Chris Carson? That's another name, an interesting name. He's like top fifteen for me. Okay, I'd say he's more, more in the mix of fourteen, fifteen. Um, if I had to extend it out, I like him. I just don't. I don't know. I feel like Seahawks running backs outside of the glory days of Marshawn Lynch and Sean Alexander. I, I don't actually believe in that offense. Like where's Thomas Rawls? Um, yeah, exactly. That's a good example. <laughs> he was like one of those, I don't know, uh, kind of manufactured like top 10 running backs that never came to be. Yeah. I asked Which, Yeah. I asked one of my football players if they knew who Sean Alexander was the other day, and they're like, who the fuck is that? I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm just too old. Damn. Too old now. You tell that, him to go get Madden 07, the and then he'll find out who Sean Alexander is. I know. Talk about a short career, though. They know like, they knew who Peyton Hillis was. It's because he's white. No, because that was way after. What five years later? And he was white. Yeah. I don't. I don't know for racist. Yeah. <laughs> the reason for that was. <laughs> Tom Brady's white. Do you know him? All his running backs. Come on. Josh Caffrey lover. Hell yeah. Uh, let's hear the quarterbacks from Joshua. I'm ready to get yelled at. Yeah, I'm pissed off at you already, Josh. Get ready for me to fucking scorch you. Are you ready for number 10? Because you're going to be like, why the fuck is he on your list? Hold on, let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, Brian Hoyer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If I had Brian Hoyer on this list, I wouldn't even come on this podcast again. It's, uh, (laughs) your number 10 quarterback is obviously Jared Goff. It is not. Josh Nate Allen. Peterman. Hey, Gilly's the closest because Josh Allen <gasps> is my sleeper and could have gone anywhere from 10 to 6. I love here's it. what I'll say. Everything 10 to 6 is, like, replaceable with Josh Allen. Like, all those guys can <laughs> mix and match anywhere. Heck yeah, so, I like that. It was very hard for me to do 10, 10 through 6. Anyway, my number 10 is Dak Prescott. Ooh. And the only reason is the weapons that he has – um, and the tight ends that he you know, can check down to and get out into the flat with Jason Witten and get a three-yard touchdown with. So um, yeah. Jason Witten is so funny. It, crazy he scores, though. I know. That's it, man. The three-yard line, get a little uh, delay block into the flat and use a fucking touchdown every time. Anyway, number nine, 
is Mitch Trubisky. Um, Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, oh, no. Josh Allen could be there very easy, but I oh. think I think he makes a lot of errors, but throws for a lot of yards, and he, he just makes up. He makes up for it. Yeah, he's got go a, get him. Again. He's a free agent. Yeah, I guess a two thirty is a lot of yards. <laughs> he's a free agent in our league. Come on. Go, go get him. I think he's more established than like Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's more established than Dak Prescott, for sure. I mean, but whatever. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're listening, Josh. Okay. I mean, like I can just, I can just stop. No, keep going. <laughs> no. Um, I'm, I think I'm all right. I think we're good. You guys can finish it up for me. <laughs> what? You have to admit, Trubisky's wild at nine. No, I, I don't I like think Dak. so. I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is my eight. Here we go. Okay, now Baker we're getting Mayfield there. My eight. There we go. Number seven is week one bias, but it's Lamar Jackson. All right. I Just like that. The scramble. Scramble game in fantasy is great. Um, six is Carson Wentz. Yeah. Five is Philip Rivers. Four is Aaron Rodgers. Three is Drew Brees. Two is Patrick Mahomes, and Brady is number one. <laughs> All right, not a bad. Not you know we we got back down to earth a little bit, but I'm noticing a lacking. Uh, wait, you said Brees, right? Yeah. So. Um, all right, so you here's what I left on. out. Okay, okay. Here's what, here's what I had written down but left out. Mariota, Garoppolo, Newton, Cousins, uh, Stafford, and Josh Allen. You didn't even write down Deshaun Watson? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> what? Wow. Hell no. I hate jo- I hate him. I hate him. I hate Watson. Why? Because he's just too injury prone. Huh? You cannot rely on him at all. He didn't. We didn't write down Matt Ryan. We didn't write down. Hell no. Matt Ryan was the second ranked quarterback last year. Well, no shit. But you think I'm going to think of Matt Ryan? <laughs> Big Ben was the third ranked quarterback last year. Yeah, I don't like Big Ben either. That's fine. No. Oh, Russell, Matt Ryan. No Matt Russell Ryan Wilson mention. I don't like Russell Wilson either. It's wild. I don't, I don't know. I don't like Russell Wilson at all. Hey. To each your own. It's, it's, it's all fucking preference. Hell yeah, it is. I mean, I just pick Tom Brady and keep Tom Brady in every league. So, that's me. And I'm not even a Patriots fan. I'm a fucking Falcons fan, and I hate Matt Ryan. All right. I Whatever. Don't, I don't hate it. I think uh, Sleeper, Jacoby Brissett. Let's go, baby. Most improved player. He's actually decent this week, wasn't he? Yeah, you made a little surge at the end. How do you like? Uh, how do you like Kyler? I was I was just going to say, Josh, how do you like Kyler this year for fantasy? Um, I don't know. I, I don't hate him, but I am weary. Like the Cardinals I, are just so bad, dude. There was just one play where they were down on like the fifteen yard line, and he threw for a touchdown. But he had to take like a six step drop and throw off of his tippy toes. <laughs> like I was literally noticing he was on the tips of his toes throwing the fucking ball. Like 
not that he can't play the position, but dude, it is going to kill him that he's short in this league. It's just going to make things more difficult. He's going to have to learn how to do things differently than every other quarterback. Yeah, where, he sure is. Where does golf come in? I'm sorry, is, golf is not on the list. Hell no, no. He's a hell no. He's like I'm a not no a way. big golf guy either, honestly. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a golf guy. I don't, I I don't like a game. lot of the quarterbacks in the NFL. So giving me the quarterback position, pretty bad. <laughs> Jameis is way out. No, yeah, yeah, he's trash. He's like buying a ticket to the game out. Gotcha. Uh, before we wrap up, let's just talk about uh, Antonio Brown for a few minutes and what the hell happened all weekend. Uh, my, I mostly wanted to talk about quickly about how all these like Rich Eisen guys and Tony Dungy are like like they're crying because they're so upset that he went to the Patriots, and they're like they. I don't know if you guys saw what Tony Dungy said, but he was like, I'm just so disappointed in Robert Kraft and how they would reward Antonio Brown for behaving this way and just all that bullshit. Because if Antonio Brown signs with the Seahawks instead, none of these guys are saying any of this stuff. Or the Colts. Just what the Colts need. Exactly. It's literally because he's going to the Patriots and they, they just want the Patriots to die. I agree. Yeah, they hate us, man. It's fucking. How do you guys feel me. about? How do you feel about the conspiracy about the um, him wanting to be a patriot all along? I don't. I believe it. I believe it. I do yeah, to uh, an extent, but i I don't think they like. I don't think they had it planned from the, you know, from last off season. No, like well, hey, the recording that came out first. He sounded like he wanted to go to the Patriots more so than anybody else. That co- that phone conversation that was released with his agent about all the teams that were potentially interested. <laughs> the one that he released as a podcast. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> Dropped as a podcast or stuff. I didn't see that. Phone conversation actually. with his agent. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. Literally, no, it I just remember that. I, I forgot about that for a second. But it did sound like the Patriots were like, yeah. "Oh yeah, Brady's the best ever. I'd love to play with the goat." Blah blah blah. Like he was. They were literally talking about the Patriots for a solid amount of time. Now. Yeah, I believe that he wanted to go to a good team. He just did. Clearly, he tried to get out of the Raiders almost from the start of training camp. He was trying to get out of there. And finally, he just went full wacko and got out. People didn't like that. He forced himself out and got onto a better team. He was also on record um, saying to Bill Simmons, I think, um, that before he got traded to the Raiders, but when he was like still on the outs in Pittsburgh, uh, um, that the top, the best two like offenses that he would like flourish in were the Chiefs and the Patriots. So that's where it was like a lot of people are kind of calling that out too in terms of okay, he really was kind of laying the groundwork of this is where he wanted to be, and the Patriots were not going to be a possible trade partner with the Steelers. So I don't know. It's kind of like the NBA though. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I related so it to. Like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of it's one of those things like you can kind of get salty about it and be like, ooh. Whatever, but at the same time, the Raiders had the right to to retain him and, and honor the contract that they signed with him. Right, they got they could have they could have put it on some inactive list and just stuck him there all year. Yeah, no, exactly. So they had other options. It's just I'm buying his jersey. Me I mean, too. Screw it. 
Wait, you're gonna get a Patriots jersey? Absolutely. Oh, wow. What the hell? I'm I'm getting an Antonio Brown jersey. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Josh. About time. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Hell yeah, dude! I, I love that idea. Wanted to say something else, I fucking forgot. I hate Matt Ryan so much. I think I might just be a Patriots fan this year. It's fun. Let me tell you. It is fun. It's been a great time. I just don't hop on the bandwagon like everybody else does, though. Not not you guys. I'm not saying that. Most of the new Patriots fans, bandwagon. Yeah. Like, I've seen, at, at least on my fucking mind right now, like, five people on my Instagram feed this week at Patriots games that previously said they hate the fucking Patriots. <laughs> Tell you what, if you could afford those tickets, you deserve to be a Patriots fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah I true. couldn't believe crazy. one person who was like in like box seats. That's wild. Tickets were so freaking. Devoted Giants fan. Devoted when we were growing up. Yeah. And any names? Or we're we keeping it. No, no, I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you after. It was My a mind it, is racing. It was a wild, uh, wild weekend with that Antonio Brown stuff. It was like one day he was gonna fucking fight Mike Mayock. The next day he's gonna play <laughs> Monday night for the Raiders. The next day he's waking up saying, "Get me out of here." And then the same day, six hours later, Patriot. he's on the Patriots. Saturday was wacky, man. What a ride! Yeah, it was. Awesome. It, was it was fucking hilarious to watch. Even that, if he didn't end up on the Patriots, I was, I was loving it. Right. That video of him saying, like, I'm free! I'm free! Like, finding out on Twitter. Uh, yeah, when hilarious. he found out that he got released. Yeah. Oh my god. That was awesome. So funny. He had some pretty cool, like, cryptic tweets, too. I loved it. The um, There was one about um, something about someone being unhappy in a village. So they burn it down or something. Oh, the child who is not embraced by the village will bur- burn it down to feel its warmth. <laughs> That's what he tweeted on September 7th. I retweeted that because that is hilarious. That's funny. And then there's also another one, Bumper Cars with two R's. Noted little diss at David and Derek Carr, I think, after uh, David Carr oh. and stuff. I, I really don't know exactly what that means. Just just means something, but yeah. Awesome. I hope we don't see him anymore in the rest of the season just because it's probably not a good sign if he keeps saying stuff like that. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised. Do we think he lasts, by the way? Think he lasts the whole season? I do. Yeah, I do. I think so, too. Oh, yeah. I'm hopeful. Next year, no, but this year, yes. I I don't think they're going to take the option for him. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. And then we'll finish because it's late and I'm tired. Sorry. It's um, like a Revis-type option, too. Right. right. One, yeah, this is like a, a Revis contract deal all over again. And two, what pissed me, what makes me even more mad about all these people getting mad that he's on the Patriots and, you know, rewarding him for his behavior, I did not hear one word from any reporter, any analyst, anything when Tyreek Hill got his extension last week. When, right. uh, I mean, I guess you did hear stuff about Kareem Hunt last year, about a lot of people didn't like that. He got another chance. But Tyree Kill gets this $50 million three-year extension. Pretty fucking big money, especially for wide receiver. Not too much less than Julio, 
Julio Jones, I don't think the guaranteed money is nearly the same, but Julio gets a three-year extension for 60 mil, 64 mil. It, Tyreek Hill gets a three-year deal for $53 million. That's pretty damn close to top wide receiver money, and zilch, nada, nothing about why are we rewarding this guy when he fucking beats the shit out of his kid, and it's happened multiple times. Had to get that off my chest as well. I'm with you, Oliver. Sure. It, was, it was pretty shocking that they that went so under the radar. Guy gets 54 mil. So under the radar. And again, if we flip the script, I hate pulling this card, but it it's just facts. We flip the script, and the Patriots have Tyree Kill on their team, and the Patriots sign him to an extension. All we hear is about how you know they do anything to win. Blah blah blah. They're you know they're employing this piece of shit person. But because it's the Chiefs and everybody loves Patrick Mahomes and it's the next up and coming thing, they don't care. Or at yeah. least they don't show that they care. True. Mm-hmm. And tell you what, Chiefs the Chiefs have some issues in terms of the guys they uh Frank Clark they traded for Frank Clark, the dude who had all that shit going on where he killed his girlfriend and killed himself, right? Joe Von Belcher. Yeah. Yeah, that's like he, that's they, when the Chiefs are really bad. They that, need to yeah, figure yeah. their shit out. Yeah, I uh, and Chiefs fans have no problem with it. I see these Chiefs f- fucking Twitter accounts all over the place defending Tyree Kill still to this day. I just don't get it. It's wild to me how people are so blind because he's fast and can catch a touchdown. Frank Clark. What, what happened with Frank Clark? He's he's got some domestic. Add him to the list. Right? He's on the list. Yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Crazy. I feel like there's more backlash to last year, the Chiefs-Patriots game, when that fan, like, threw beer at Tyreek Hill. Yep. More backlash from that than <laughs> the Chiefs yeah, saying a guy that's a known uh, domestic abuser. Just yep. insane. A child abuser. And also, at that time, the story about his kid wasn't out yet. But people did dig up the old, you know, he beat the shit out of his pregnant girlfriend in college. Yeah. Yeah. They brought that up a lot last year during during that game. Because that was a regular season game. Yeah. That they did that. Yeah. So that was was brought up um, during that time, the girlfriend thing. And then this whole kid thing, that that happened this offseason, right? Um, They came out. Yeah, yeah, this all yeah, it all came out during the offseason. Stuff came out too, and still nothing happened. Yeah, no discipline at all. It's wild to me. But Tom Brady's more probable than not deflated. You know, three footballs suspended four games. Golden, golden son on the mouth. Tom, sometimes come on. Golden Tate, Golden Tate takes medication to try to you know up his testosterone to have kids. Tells the league about it. Still suspended four games. He says, "I'm sorry, I didn't know it was on the list. I stopped taking it. Still suspended four games." Yeah, it's just there's there always has been a a conduct problem with these guys, and seems like there's still going to be double standard. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! All right, I think I'm done ranting for the night. Um, any last, any last comments, takes? Uh, yeah. Uh, foreshadowing. What do we got? Shout out to Papa Rick 
and UMass Dartmouth football for winning 54 to 7 in their first game. Saw that. Good job. Ooh, their their quarterback threw six touchdowns and 576, I think. It's pretty good, I think. Yeah. Crazy. So shout out Papa Rick. Shout him out. Papa Rick. Shout out uh Tom Prenti for digging up the good old days podcast on in posting on Steve's Facebook. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was a That's awesome. Wait, the one about Little League. Games yeah, when we talked about, about Little League for like an hour. How do you, That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, How do you know to... I, I don't know. It's funny. That's cool. Well, here we go. A little fight happening. And then also, just shout out to everybody out there listening and following along. Oh, Steve and Josh, make sure that you join the Pick'em thing if you haven't already. Yeah, I thought I saved it. Maybe I did. Still haven't. All right. Cool. Talk to you later. Um, How the hell do I do it? I'm, uh... I'm not walking you through it like you're 88. It's not hard to figure out. You can do it. You're you a big boy. Narc. What do I do? I'm going to let you figure that out. Shout out to Sports Country Internet Radio again. Catch us on there Tuesdays. If you're with that, follow them on Twitter at Sports Country IR. Um, spread the word. Keep it going. Find us on Twitter at Small State Takes. If you're out there, if you're on Facebook, we have a Facebook page as well. Um, Small State Big Takes. Give that a like and a share. Do your thing. Uh, keep spreading the word. Let's ramp this shit back up it's gonna get we got pat season we got uh mlb playoffs you know the red sox won't be participating we can still root against the yankees together and then you know we'll have mookie Betts talk for about three months that'll be fun what am i missing halo we gotta do that yeah, we got. Oh right, we Jesus! Got we gotta right fucking on. set that thing back up. I thought about that again the other day. I'm like, we still haven't done that shit. And we need the 21 to six rematch. True. Oh, my, my conditions Preach. are out there. Does he have a t-shirt yet? Nope. Okay, there you go. Doesn't have a picture either. Okay. I know that. I know it. All right. Okay. So don't. I'm not saying it's your fault. Okay. Also, I really like. I don't know. If, can you see? My thumb is fucked up from yesterday. What happened? <laughs> I sprained it. I told you I sprained my thumb yesterday playing I'll basketball. It, it's fucking like twice the size of my left thumb, and it's all purple. It's gross. Oh, come on, that dude Joe choke slammed me, and I fucking survived. Come on, choke! You, you were fucking running around in circles the whole time. Nobody choke slammed you. <laughs> you didn't see it happen quickly. It, yeah, um, yeah. Should have sounded real devastating. Choke slammed me in front of everybody. Uh-huh. You didn't see it. Wow, pile drive me. I walked it off. Yeah, no, like real no scratches. Gangster. Pretty suspect. Dude, I heal fast too. Pretty pussy choke slam. Uh, yes, unlike you, got poked by a mosquito and he's got freaking fucking amputation off the thumb here. He's actually uh, blocking big old Jake Marshall. That kid is way too tall. He's very tall, man. He's a tough matchup, Mike. He he certainly is. Yeah, when I pulled up, I was like, "Yeah, Jake's here. I'm not playing." <laughs> Not only is he tall though, but he's lanky as fuck. Yeah, he got a big ass wingspan. All right, that's it for me. What do you, what do we say here? Shout out Dave Champlin. Shout out Josh Gentile. Hell shout yeah! Out Cody. Shout out the OGs. Shout out to spreading the word. Keep spreading the word. Keep spreading it. True. Retweet, like, favorite, do it all. Do what you got to do, man. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Nike, sign us. Shout out Whalers. See ya. Yeah. Peace.